Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Bluejot.com. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Ready to talk football in Arkansas. Let's join Kevin Bohannon with Scoop and Scoop. Okay, where'd you move to, Raymond? I'm looking here. You used to be right there. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the club. Welcome. Okay. Uh, you have disappeared from my menu. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by the good folks <laughs> at Guadney Buick GMC and North Little Rock, right next to Sam's Club. Okay. Used to be right there, but not anymore. Okay. Good afternoon, Rick. Good afternoon, Raymond. On the board over there. Okay. Where's Rick? Okay, he, Chevrolet. he's there. Yeah, he's changed him. All right, Guadney's yeah. GMC. There you go. Yeah, okay, Guadney's <laughs> GMC. That's where Ray's been. Randy's been to Double B's, and I've been to Tacos for Life, and we're having a great day. How's that? No, I just left uh, <laughs> Buffalo Grill, one of the best cheeseburgers in town, Ooh. and the other half sitting over here next to me. When is the next break, Randy? Uh, at the bottom <laughs> half of the hour, I'm going to eat it cold. I don't care. <laughs> I tell you, who's ready for the next break is. The Houston Astros, my gosh! You know, last night, it, two to nothing, Texas won. Great Texas pitching scored. duel, Montgomery. Oh yeah, <laughs> Montgomery. And but I tell you, it just shows you how good Verlander is. He only allowed two runs in nearly seven innings. Garcia's allowed four runs in the first. But I, the Texas Rangers, I saw them last week against Baltimore, and I, and I have to say, they have the look of a World Series champion. Now I know the Philadelphia Phillies do too, but. Good grief. I think Texas is just, right now, they're mauling everybody. See, I'm pulling for Texas after the beat to Orioles. You are? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me, but, but they are good. They're really good. I they're ordered really good. offline off of Instagram. I don't know if I'll ever get it. Sometimes you don't get things when you order them off of there. A Baltimore Oriole jacket, Rick. You did? Yes, and I'm, I'm going to be prepared for the World Series, and I hadn't seen the jacket, and the Orioles are in the World Series. <laughs> well, next year, maybe so. Yeah, I'll hang maybe on next to it. Year. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you can wear it year-round. That's right. Well, other than that, it was a nice weekend. Uh, I know we'll talk about the Arkansas game. I just have to say that, um, boy, for all of Arkansas's woes in various categories, the special teams are special. Uh, the punter had an absolutely fabulous day, mm-hmm. and you have to say that Cam Little, Arkansas has had so many good kickers. You forget that Kendall Trainer was awfully good. I think he kicked it, made his last 25 field goals, counting the Cotton Bowl. Steve Little was absolutely fantastic, and he punted as well. But Cam Little is, how do you even describe him? He's kicked four field goals of at least 50 yards. Uh, he's what? 11 out of 12 from field goals. Just absolutely fantastic. And then you also have to say that despite giving up a couple deep passes, which we really haven't seen Arkansas do, but then you have to remember both of their starting cornerbacks were out of the game. Arkansas's defense was really good against Alabama, and the offense was sporadic. They finally finally got it going in the second half and almost came back and won. You know, the thing that, that I took away from that, the first uh, first quarter, maybe the first 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 half, uh, all the announcers could talk about was how great Alabama was. They're back in the, nas- the hunt for a national yeah. championship and all that. And along came the second half. 
and Arkansas made them sweat it out. I can tell you that. Uh, our guys did not lose because of lack of effort. They didn't make no. mental, they didn't make mental mistakes as far as penalties were concerned. No, uh, no, no interceptions. And so uh, I hope fans will be there for the Mississippi State game. I know it's an early start, 11 o'clock, and it's homecoming. Uh, but they ne- need your support. And they beat Mississippi State. Uh, they got four of the last four of the last five at home. Mm-hmm. And so let's let's get on a roll here. That's right, and that's the hope is to still get to a bowl game, and it and it still could happen. We'll see, but this Saturday is really critical for that. The eleven o'clock start we've often said is not good for the home team. I thought that that was probably the least enthusiastic Alabama crowd I have ever seen, and it probably was the uh, lowest attended game. Now they announced a crowd at a hundred thousand and something. I'm guessing eighty five, eighty six. Which is, that's a great crowd anywhere else, 86,000. But I'm looking around the stadium and I'm seeing more empty seats than I've ever seen. And it had to be the 11 o'clock kickoff, or maybe Alabama fans just took the Arkansas game for credit or, or for granted. Uh, that's, that's all I can figure. Uh, but, you know, Alabama's still Alabama. They're, what are they, 6 and 1 now? And they're yep. leading the Western Division. So, was, was next that week their... they play Tennessee, they'll have a packed house for that. Was that their homecoming? Yes, I hate that Arkansas is somebody's homecoming, but it was. Yeah, yes. but an eleven, they shouldn't do that to teams when it's homecoming and have them play an eleven yeah. o'clock game. Well, they're doing it to Arkansas well, next well, week. I know that. Yeah. Your turn, Randy. Well, I was just going to say four <laughs> four runs. No, 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 no. Four runs in the top half of the first for the yeah. Texas Rangers. So yeah. they are off to a yeah. really hot start. And uh, Montgomery pitched a masterpiece last night. You talked yeah. about Verlander. He pitched yeah. very well. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, well-played game. It didn't take long for that game to be played. And uh, that was nice. And But okay. I tell you, when you look at the Rangers right now, th- this shows you the Astros are still a good team. They're a good baseball team. The Rangers are probably going to win this series. It shows you how difficult it is to win two in a row. Nobody's done it since the Yankees won in 98, 99, and 2000. I don't know when it'll happen again. It is just really hard to do, particularly with extended playoffs like they are. Uh, not many times in my life has there ever been a pro football game on and a baseball game on, and I opted to watch the baseball game, and I did last night and, and watched well, every second of it. It was it was a good baseball game, and it was the Giants and the Bills. I mean, unless you're a Giant or a Bill fan, why would you watch that? How many times have you seen the eighth or ninth place hitter sting somebody? Oh, boy. Ninth place hitter hits a home run. Yeah, that's right. I don't think anyone expected the game between the Bills and the Giants the way it played itself out. Especially with Daniel Jones out. Yeah. And, uh... Both defenses played very well. There just wasn't a whole lot of offense in the game. Now, I can't t- wait to talk to Neil with uh, Saracen Casino Resort, BetSaracen.com. Um, when the Jets <laughs> get a win and the 49ers get popped. Wow. Goodness. How could, yeah, it, and I know we'll talk, we'll talk to Crystal Thursday night, but gosh, the 49ers not only lose, but two of their best players go out, and you just hope those aren't serious injuries. And speaking of injuries, the virus kid at, at Georgia, top tight yep. end in the country, out four to six weeks. Yep. Ankle injury. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to read the uh, injury report today for Arkansas. Now, this was based off of the press conference, and we'll hear more from Trey Biddy. He will be on once again, 4.30 today. Tyler Wilson will check in at 5 o'clock, but uh, practice viewing is at 5.10. Uh, but... I didn't really get a good feel. It sounds like to me, Rocket Sanders. He may be like he may, I think he's out for the year, Rick. Yeah. I mean, be. evidently he uh, went outside of Arkansas to get a second look at what's going on with him. And um, you know, when the head coach says, "I don't know when he'll be back," that's that's a concern. Yeah. Uh, so, and think about it for for Rocket. This has not been the year he expected. Um, I don't want to say there's no way anything can happen because there's always something could be. But you would not expect he'd have any chance of being drafted at the end of this year. And so, really, it's his best course of action to take care of his knee right now and come back next year. Because if he's not going to get drafted... Especially as a running back. Yeah, he could try try as a free agent, I guess. But... um, 
Man, the NFL drops interest in you pretty quick if you're a running back. You, you, yeah, you mentioned that there. And so for Rocket, that may be his best course of action is to come back another year. And I read an article the other day. I think it was on on three, and they were they didn't name an athlete in particular, but they said there could be some very interesting decisions that will be made at the end of this regular season based upon NIL. Yeah. And what he meant by that was you got to let's say KJ Jefferson. I got to believe his stock has dropped. I don't know how far. I'm not sure. Same thing with Rocket Sanders. Can they make more from the NIL program yeah. than trying to be either a free agent or being a seventh round draft pick? Yes. And then still not making a roster, even if they're drafted, than what they could returning and trying to improve their value to the NFL next year. And again, they did not mention any particular person they just brought up this this what if and how the nil could be changing a little bit maybe of the nfl draft were you talking were they speaking specifically of arkansas or were they no 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 that's what i said it was everywhere. it was an article in general yeah okay. it was just basically analyzing what is going on with players who may be through injuries or otherwise has not had the season that they expected, and because of the NIL program, they may be it may be wiser right. for those players to stay and play another year yeah. and try to improve themselves with the NFL rather than all right, I'm going. What was the receiver last year from Oklahoma the transfer Hazelwood? Yeah, he'd have been better off to come back. No doubt about it. Landers too. Landers too. Yeah, and both had the option, right? So yep. in this we case, now, I don't I don't know what nil deals they had, whether it would not have been to their advantage, but I got to believe there are others out there, well, not just in Arkansas that's in well, the here, same boat. Here's one. I mean, we're really getting deep into the weeds here, but um, <laughs> KJ Jefferson's going to break all the offensive, all the total offense passing records. He's two away from the touchdown record. Uh, passing, so he's going to break all those, and let's hope Arkansas finishes strong. And he may get Arkansas to a bowl game, might lead him to three straight bowl victories. Nobody's ever done that before, but not likely to get drafted. So here's the thing: if he is Arkansas's highest-paid NIL guy, and he wants to come back for a fifth year, which actually is his sixth year of football, what if Arkansas says, "Well, that's fine, but we can't get you as much as we did this year." We just can't do it. That could happen. Could happen to him or Rocket or anybody else. Uh, there are other quarterbacks on campus now, and so do you. Do you think that could be a possibility? Don't you think? I hadn't thought of it that way, but you're right. Or KJ could say, "Hey, this this has been really great. I've loved it here. Boy, th- this offense is not for me." And uh, so if Dan's here next year, i, I got to go somewhere where, where the offense fits me better. Or uh, even if you change coordinators or something, if that happens, then that's starting all over again, too. There's just a lot that goes into this that we don't even think about. So I'm just throwing that out there. I, I have no idea. I hope KJ finishes strong. Five great wins. Wouldn't that be wonderful? And But, you know, he, he is actually... Started football games in four different seasons. No quarterback's ever done that before at Arkansas. Would he be back for a, a fifth? And you've got these young quarterbacks and waiting in the wings. Right. And if KJ decides he's coming back, then I'm not going. I'm not hanging right. around here for another year. So that's right. Yeah, a lot of what ifs. Mm-hmm. A lot of what ifs. But the biggest thing right now is beat Mississippi State. Get back on the winning track. What I do love. Is Arkansas's effort Saturday was outstanding. When it was twenty-four to six, they could have they could have let go of the rope. They did, sure. and their effort was great. And you hear them all talking about how they're sick of losing. Well, this is a great chance to get back on the winning track this week. Get the right taste. All right, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line, and the answer is no. This from the four seven nine. Did anyone win the cash? Uh, $622.20, I think, was the the pot. Um, There was one score 
that was close to the actual score. Really? Yeah. 24-21 was the final score. 27-21 yeah. was the wow. prediction, but it was Arkansas winning 27-21. Most who picked Alabama had it, obviously, by anywhere from 12 to, to 19 points, Yeah, uh, if not greater. But no, we did not have one guess that was actually correct on the score, and the rest of the predictions... Uh, for Alabama, we're way off. And uh, so, no, we get to carry another $103.70 over to next week, combined with the 622 whatever it was, uh, that was there on uh, Thursday. Think you'll ever have a winner again this year? The scores are unusual. Yeah, I think I, I think we're about to get into, on the other hand, Rick, because Arkansas uh, has not been favored uh, ever since the LSU game. No. You favorite this week? Uh, Arkansas right now is a six-and-a-half-point favorite in wow. this game. Hmm. So I can believe that maybe, just maybe, that uh, it's going to get a little bit closer to us having a winner now that this patch. You know, and, and I don't even want to start this because it will bring up, well, you're whining about the schedule. you got to play who they're going to play. Yeah. Good gracious. You realize Arkansas will be 35 days from the last time yeah. that they played BYU. You realize... Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt's played three home games since Arkansas has. Well, do you Have you looked at Missouri's schedule? Have you oh, looked yeah. at uh, A&M's schedule? A&M, the longest stretch they've had is 14 days. Yeah. 14 days. What is it that the SEC... I mean, this goes back to the pandemic. Where they've been dealing Arkansas, rotten schedule. Ten games, game Georgia and Florida. (laughs) Jeez, who was like number four, number eight in the country when they were scheduled? But okay, you play the games in front of you. That is not looking for an excuse. I'm just saying, I cannot believe. And then now you're starting to pile on. I understand why. Two and five. Look at the record. But now you're starting to pile on all these eleven o'clock games. Yeah, I think. Today, the schedule for um, a week from Saturday is announced, and Arkansas's open dates at 11. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, that. That's good, Rick. I cannot believe you said that. SEC didn't realize and that. And they did this on purpose. They moved my buzzer way over here. Hallelujah. I mean, it's, I can't. Randy, but, you don't buzz that. I, mean, I was good. Somebody has done a I, I wish I'd rewiring thought, I wish job. I'd have thought of that. I think, it's too late now I, anyway. Yeah. I think Justin did this to me. I think he believed that. You know, he, he takes away all my toys. I think. Thank you, what. Justin. Hey, Justin, thank you. I appreciate it. Maybe <laughs> Justin laughs when I say stuff. Uh, we'll never know, will we? <laughs> Let's talk to DK. Even Snoring Bob is not making an objection to that one. Hey, DK, good afternoon. Good evening, gentlemen. Oh, uh, well, I heard KJ say they frustrated, so I'm hoping they hang 70 on Mississippi State. I don't think they're Get capable. I don't think they're capable of that. Maybe let's think, let's ask for thirty five. Enough to win. About half enough that. to I, win. That's right. I think I think that he is capable because uh, then Dan Eno's uh, called the plays when Britain them put up like sixty three or or something like that or seventy on one school. But I think they're more than capable. He just got to open the playbook up. This is my whole thing. Uh, they should have had the offensive line the least the starting five settled on before they came out of spring. But that's all water under the bridge. So everybody, even I keep hearing them holler KJ, but the offensive linemen, the wide receivers, everybody got to learn a whole new offensive system. And, you know, I heard one of the linemen that was on the show said, you know, last year it was, okay, just go get that guy. This year is how to get that guy, how to break him down, how to do this, that, and the other. So it's a whole lot more detail. So they all got to learn the offense. And I heard people crying, this, that, and the other. But then I heard them raving. Oh, they they outscored Alabama fifteen to three in the second half. But Dan Enos was still calling them plays. And so, if Sam deleted his Twitter, I hope he deleted the fan base talking about get rid of Enos. <laughs> Have a good one. Thank you. Thanks for coming. <laughs> All right. Let's see this uh, from our Asher Wrecker. Service company life in feedback. Oh, Snoring Bob has checked in. Wow. He's went back to bed. 
It's over. Fire Sam Pittman. Thanks, Bob. Go back to sleep. That's that's a clever that's a clever thing to now, say. Now, Bob, if if you're going to pick on, I say pick. If you're going to make suggestions on staff changes, look on the offensive side of the football. That's where I'd start. Delusional Arkansas fan. Oh yeah, oh yeah, baby. I'm so excited, just can't hide it. I'm going to lose control, and I think I like it. What a great game! You know the fact that we're two and five. He not the warning of being one of seven teams without a power five win this season, and pay no attention to the fact that KJ will probably transfer, and Sam Pittman hasn't won a close game at Arkansas. Oh yeah, oh yeah, baby, Rick is wrong. Well, he's won five, but lost thirteen games uh, decided by one score. So he has won some close games. He has. By the way, the uh, Astros, you know, Alvarez hit one of his moon shots to get the Astros a run, but the Rangers came back and hit a home run in the third, so it's 5-1. to one. <laughs> Greg says, K.J. will transfer to TCU. You heard it here first. Okay, Greg. But you, know, you have the inside information. Who knows? That's where that's where his former offensive coordinator. Totally was. possible. Yeah. And then he I, I would. I don't know what their quarterback situation. He would compete against. He would compete against uh, Morris. Yeah. He went to TCU. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The son of Chad Morris. Yeah. JW, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, hey, for that fellow that just called in before me, I want you to get real close to your radio and turn it up so you I can teach you something. He knows has to go. We had 12 yards rushing in the first half, and I'm going to tell you why we're not going to go to a bowl game. Come out of Pippen's mouth himself. He said, we called a good first half of that game. If he thinks that's good, boys, y'all are in trouble. Thank you, J.W., for that insight. Alright, Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill? Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton, home of the chocolate nachos. NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. The vehicle you'd buy if money was no object? Cadillac Escalade. With cash in hand, you'd still wait months to buy an Escalade and probably pay thousands over sticker price. Don't wait to buy your dream car, because you can win one this month from Saracen Casino and or Cadillac. Yes, win a luxurious Cadillac Escalade ESV only at Saracen Casino. Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play. Saracen Casino Resort. Vegas, Arkansas style. Family problem? Call 800-522-4700. Brace yourself, because the carpet barn is turning October into a month-long flooring extravaganza. You need proof? In stock 12 mil vinyl plank, usually $2.99. Now is yours for a buck ninety-nine. Seven and a half inch wide engineered European white oak, a luxury at $5.39. Now it's at $2.99. There's no gimmicks, no sneaky price hikes, no hidden fees. We're all about honesty and keeping your wallet happy. Mark your calendars running throughout October only at the Carpet Barn in Conway and North Little Rock. Bring smiles to all when shopping online with Dell Technologies Gift Guide. Whether it's for the artist, the entrepreneur, the student, or the streamer, you'll find the perfect gift for everyone on your list. Dell.com slash gift guide makes gifting easy with a carefully curated selection of our best tech. Shop now to explore our innovative PCs like the XPS 13 laptop powered by the latest Intel Core processors plus this season's top accessories. Visit Dell.com slash gift guide today to get a jump on your holiday gift list. That's Dell.com slash gift guide. Meet Bruce. Hey there. He's a busy soccer dad who's trying hard to learn the game. Go for the end zone! Whoops. Luckily, other things come easy, like banking with Chase. On a tip from his banker, he set up Autosave in the Chase mobile app. So what are you saving for, Bruce? Father-daughter soccer camp. Smart bankers, convenient tools. One bank with the power of both. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Autosave requires a Chase checking and savings account. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. JP Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. 
When it comes to bikes, here's what you want. Reliable, fast, and tough as nails. That's what you get at OCC. And after a crash, that's what you get at Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. All Senior knows us. We're the Arkansas law firm motorcyclists have counted on for years. We work fast to get you the best results. And we're tough where it counts. Fighting for you. Reliable, fast, tough as nails. These are the guys I'd call anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorney for Rainwater Fox your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. And he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe in a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. <laughs> See shelter agents Brian Cress or Caleb Green in North Little Rock or in Brinkley Sea Agent Hunter Cornelson. Live from the Eat My Catfish Studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Time now to talk about BetSaracen.com. Neil Atkinson joins us here. Wow, what a what a crazy weekend in the NFL, Neil. Oh, it was a crazy weekend. Just it seemed about all the way around. Uh, it was, I mean, it was not a good weekend for the sports betters this weekend. Uh, the NFL was was, was terribly uh, a lot of upsets yesterday. So, uh, but then we've got the Cowboys on tonight, and uh, they're playing the Chargers and. Uh, the Cowboys are a road favorite by one and a half points, and and I will say to the Cowboy fans, Kansas City has dethroned you as the most bet team on Bet Saracen as far as uh, pro uh, NFL. So uh, we'll see if they can uh, regain some ground on them. All right, we've got Major League Baseball playoffs tonight. Oh yeah, Major League Baseball, uh, the the uh, league championship uh, are, are in uh, are in uh, swing tonight. Uh, I think we've got the Diamondbacks and the Phillies. The Phillies, uh, I'm going to quote the money line. Uh, it's minus 165. The Diamondbacks are plus 145. And the over and under on runs is 7.5. So uh, you've got that tonight. Don't forget you got flash bets on that also. What What, what are the odds uh, Phillies making the World Series, you know? Run off. Oh, uh, they were one of the heavy favorites. I can't remember on what it was uh, at the beginning of the season, beginning of the series. I'll look that up and and have that, or I'll have Stewart have that for you at 720. I can't remember, but they were one of the heavy favorites going into this year, along with Atlanta. So. Arkansas and Mississippi State in Fayetteville. Arkansas and Mississippi State are in Fayetteville. Hey, don't forget, we do have a Twitter uh, contest tonight on the Muddy Life football game where you can win four tickets to that game. All you got to do is just post a bet on the Cowboys Chargers, uh, and, you, and, and uh, we'll randomly pick, and it could be a flash bet, a regular bet, in play. Just, just as long as it's involving that game, post that on, on Twitter or X, and you win four tickets. Um, but anyway, that, that this weekend, um, Arkansas opened up as a five-and-a-half-point favorite. The betters got on it real quick, and I've already pushed that line to Arkansas minus six-and-a-half. Uh, saw some good things with the defense against Alabama, and, boy, we are in dire need of a win this weekend, and it looks like and hopefully we'll get it. All right, Neil, you get feeling better, okay? All right, will do. Take care, everyone. I know he's had the crud. Uh, BetSaracen.com. Download the app today, folks. All right. All right. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Trey, where do we begin? Do we start today with Sam Pittman's press conference, or do you want to give your thoughts on Alabama-Arkansas first? Well, I can go anywhere you want, Randy. I can start with Alabama-Arkansas. <laughs> Obviously, a closer game that we thought, but uh, you know, one of the ones that fall under the, the dreaded moral victory category. Uh, you know, a lot of people have, have said the Arkansas offense was too vanilla and too uh, conservative and I agree with that to an extent uh, you know like the second and one I, I don't know why you just run up the middle when you can do a lot of different things there but at the same time also know we've also talked about these long slow developing plays and the importance of 
maybe implementing the quick passing game, and, and they certainly did that. And the defense played extremely well and well enough to keep them in the game. Uh, it's just unfortunate with the offensive line situation, kind of what we identified very early, you know, maybe even before the BYU game, but definitely at the BYU game, uh, the offensive line we knew was going to give them uh, some serious issues, and you give up a sack on uh, a potential game-winning drive where it looked like they had a little bit of mojo going. Uh, so that's that's kind of been pretty typical. Um, a lot of – you can't be – and I, I say you can't be, but you – you probably shouldn't be disappointed alone, you know, with the Alabama game. But when you combine the entire, uh, you know, other four games and, you know, you wind up at two and five, then that's certainly extremely disappointing the way this season has played out. It's been a very difficult schedule. And uh, I don't know that anybody in the country plays a schedule like this. I was just looking at some of the other SEC teams, and, you know, Missouri, they're sitting there at six and one. Well, I'd love to have. I'm not saying Arkansas would be six and one with Missouri schedule, but I would love might to be. have that schedule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure might. Well, be. I can't. I can't think of an Arkansas schedule shaping up better than that in the last 33 years. No, <laughs> so um, it's back to the days of the Southwest Conference. So, uh, but uh, you know, Missouri deserves all the credit in the world for being six and one. They're playing the games that are out in front of them. Um, right. Georgia certainly had an incredibly easy road when you look at their schedule. But I mean, Arkansas has gone against a two and one, three and one, four and one, and five and one team consecutively on the road. Um, that BYU game, the more you look at it, it was just critical that Arkansas win that game. And we knew, you know, kind of going into it, that it would be critical. And um, you know, Arkansas battled through all these games. They just they they did not win any of them. I thought here's something that's interesting. Um, you guys are familiar with Josh Pate. He does the late kick mm-hmm. on, on the YouTube show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes out with what is called the JP poll, and the JP poll is not based on your wins and your losses. It's based on your chances of beating other teams. So it it like ranks teams based on if they're better if they played on a neutral site, basically, who would win. And right now, Arkansas is 30th on that poll, uh, ahead of Iowa, ahead of Wisconsin, which basically means if they were in the Big Ten West, they would be favored to win that right now, which I found pretty interesting. But uh, it's just uh, it's been a tough road. I think what we have to you know, kind of guard against, if you're Arkansas, is um, – not playing down to your opponent, not saying, you know, all those teams and all those logos and, you know, the ranked matchups of of everybody they played us against the world. That's one of the questions I asked Sam Pittman about today in the press conference. Uh, and look at Mississippi State and say, okay, they're down. They're 0-3 in SEC. We're finally home. We got some, you know, the home field advantage. And, you know, just kind of forget about, you know, what has had you, you know, battling so far, uh, you know, to this point in the season and uh, the mentality that they've had and um, not thinking that this is owed to you because it's not. Nothing is owed to you. Uh, so Arkansas, I wrote a story right before, uh, published it right before the press conference today, and it was, you know, this is a must-win game for Arkansas and Sam Pittman. And I asked Sam Pittman about it in the press conference, like, you know, that same kind of question, and he said, we have to win this game. We have to win this game. And he's absolutely right. Um, nobody likes being 2-5. and five. Nobody likes moral victories. Nobody, nobody likes or expected the state of Arkansas football right now. It's, and I've said this, too, you know, just in the walk and talk after the game. The difference in, for me, and, like, you know, saying that, you know, Chad Morris needed to be fired and saying that John Pelfrey needed to be fired is you see the problems within the locker room, the um, the issues that they're having, the letting go of the rope, the you know, all of those things. And, you know, they're losing, but they're not – they haven't let go of the rope. They haven't quit on them, you know. And that's why this Mississippi State game is so important for, for Sam Pittman and just the his, his future and the future of the program. Um, nobody likes being 2-5 and five again, but – and I know nobody wants to just hear me say, well, they didn't quit, you know, like, well, okay, Trey. But uh, that's that's what I see right now. I don't see a, a team that has, has quit on their head coach or their coaching staff. And, and I've certainly seen a lot of that happen over the years. You're exactly right. They have to win Saturday or that could happen. It hadn't happened yes. yet. It could. No question. And you're exactly right. They can't say, phew, finally, Mississippi State. You cannot take that attitude because they're good enough to beat Arkansas. And if yep. Arkansas plays well, they should win. But those are excellent points you made. Most everybody in this conference is good enough to beat you. Oh, yeah. That's right. 
Uh, Trey, this is from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Uh, this from the 501. For Mr. Biddy, I was a little frustrated listening to the post-game comments. Maybe I'm wrong, but I was wanting to hear a little more fire. My question is this. If we lose to Mississippi State, will that post-game sound different both from Coach Pittman and the media? I don't know what the reference is. Yeah. Implying is there going to be brimstone and fire if Arkansas loses to Mississippi State in Sam Pittman's post-game comments? Possibly, yeah. I mean, they, I think they have a better team than Mississippi State. I mean, Mississippi State's starting over in a lot of ways. I know they got you know a lot of key players back from last year and such, but uh, yeah, I think it would obviously be a very different vibe in the locker room. You're talking about, not in the locker room, but in the in the media room. Uh, you'd be talking about six straight losses, uh, losing a game that you should not. You just shouldn't win. If you come prepared and and do all the things that you're supposed to do, There's you just should not lose this game against Mississippi State. You, you just shouldn't. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. I think it would change things. This isn't, you know, a road game in Death Valley or in Oxford or in Tuscaloosa, you know, or, and even against Arlington, you know, in Arlington against Texas A&M. It's a home game against a team that you should beat. You, you just should. And so, yeah, I think it – would probably change a lot. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to beat Mississippi State on Saturday. Uh, but, yeah, of course, that could, that could, I mean, that would just, I, I think, I mean, it goes back to the same things we're saying. I said it's a must win. Sam Pittman says we have to win. I mean, there's reasons people are saying that kind of stuff. Well, coaches hardly ever say that. That, that, yeah. that, that shows you how. It's so obvious. Arkansas, <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. it's just so obvious that, yeah, there's no point in not saying it. Let's talk with Jake. Jake, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Absolutely. Good afternoon, Double R. Good afternoon, Rick. Good afternoon, Trey. Jake. First of all, Double R, I want you to know how close I came to winning your little blue book. I had Alabama 31-24, and that was very, very within reach there in the fourth quarter of yes, that Yes, it happened. was. Um, you have any horseshoes? Hey, yeah, well, um, you don't need hand grenades. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 Trey, man, a couple things real quick. Uh, so there's been a lot of talk today about uh, Rocket and and or KJ. Like if they don't stay here next year and they don't go to the NFL, you know, possibly transferring or whatever. So please tell me, you know, in your little blue book that. <laughs> If they don't stay here, they're going to the NFL. There's no chance of them transferring out. And number I don't two, think, do you think? Yeah, go ahead. Do you think? I'm sorry. Do you think there's a chance of us just like man being fed up? Like the, the way the way KJ threw that player. I mean, you could see the frustration in that play, and that was an awesome play. Everybody knows it. Do you think there's a chance of the can uh, of the team just opening a can of whoop up whoop butt? On Mississippi State and just throwing <laughs> like it down it. on them. Thank you, Jay. I like it. Oh, we're going to start using whoop butt on this show now. <laughs> um, we just call it WB. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's yeah. I think it's possible that you could see a lot of you know pent up you know going into this game, and uh, I, I think they have a chance to really you know to to beat Mississippi State soundly. Um, the offensive line is an issue. They they played better against Alabama, and again, a part of that is because they, you know, did do so much quick stuff uh, and didn't have those long developing plays and stuff. But uh, you know, the defense is playing so well, and um, yeah, I think it's I think it's possible. Now, I think what kind of stinks, you know, just the way the game is set up. You've got here you have Arkansas just playing this brutal stretch, historically brutal stretch on the road, and then what has Mississippi State done? Not only do they have a bye this past week, the week before they played Western Michigan. That's a good way to get healthy. All right, that's right. Good way to figure things out. Let's step away for a moment. 
That straight video of hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Drive Time Sports continues. Around MacArthur Park and a silent auction in the pavilion to fundraise for canine cancer research on Saturday, November 4th, 11 to 2 p.m. at the MacArthur Park Pavilion in downtown Woodrock. The walk starts at 1 p.m. The registration website is at puppyupwalk.org slash Woodrock. For more information, contact Fran at puppyup.org or call 501-690-1903. That's 501-690-1903. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. Where can you find 16 cold beers on tap, the largest Irish whiskey selection in town, weekday happy hour, as well as college, pro, and even World Cup football games all on big screen TVs? Oh, and let's not forget the great food, great drinks, daily lunch specials, music on the weekends, and a private party room available with reservation. Well, of course it's Dugan's Pub, your favorite Irish pub in Little Rock since 2010. Dugan's Pub, downtown 3rd and Rock Street. Dugan's Pub, L.A. Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. You wanted big discounts on new Rams? Well, we got them. Up to $10,000 off all new Rams. On Bighorns, we got 72 months at 0% and at 72 months at 2.9 on all new Ram Laramies. And on 2500s, we got up to $9,000 off. We got Frank Fletcher's lowest price on every new Ram on the lot. Come see us folks, we're making deals on all new Rams. And we have up to $10,000 off in discounts on new Jeep Grand Cherokees. We've got the you're looking for on a new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram. Talk to us before you buy anywhere else. Just tell us what you're looking for and how much you want to pay, and we'll find it. At Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. So come see us and give us a chance to earn your business. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood, or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. The Can-Am Motorcycle Sales Event has been extended through October 31st at Bradford Marine and ATV statewide locations. Come check out the Can-Am Riker Motorcycle and discover performance and comfort when you hit the open road. Save thousands with in-store discounts and get financing as low as 1.99%. Fall riding season is here, so get the best prices of the year on your new Can-Am Riker Motorcycle from Bradford Marine and ATV. Visit BradfordMarine.com today. Non-trip models only. Always ride responsibly and safely. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. When you go to Tacos for Life, you're in taco heaven. I'm telling you, they're really, really good. I try and eat there at least twice a week, and it was good today. I had the grilled chicken taco. I really love that. Their chips and salsa are absolutely wonderful. I like the salsa. My wife likes the cheese dip. So whichever one you like, you're going to love it at Tacos for Life. And every time you eat at Tacos for Life, the great thing is you are going to have a meal matched for someone whose food insufficient. They've been doing this for nearly 10 years. It's absolutely a great mission in life. They want to end childhood hunger if they can. That's a lofty, lofty goal. Well, guess what? They're almost at 32 million meals provided for people all over the world who are food insufficient. So when you go to Tacos for Life, 
You get a great meal, whether you want their quesadilla, their nachos, their salads, their bowls, or their tacos, and you're helping someone who's food insufficient. You'll love anything you order there. Why don't you try it tonight for dinner? Tacos for life. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. And let's go right back to our phone lines and let's talk with Shane. Shane, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, just comment up. I think I really think that this team's going to turn it around, especially with the schedule being a lot better for us. Uh, I think they're going to beat Mississippi State. I think we're going to. I think we're going to win out, even though at Florida. So I want to see if uh, if uh, uh, Pooh Paul is going to ask you to see what his status is him is this week. I hang up. I didn't understand what he said. I didn't either. Pooh, he asked yeah. for Pooh Paul's status. Ah, Pooh yeah. Paul. Mm-hmm. I think Pittman said he's going to be good, didn't he? Yes, if he, he can practice, said he thought he would. If he can yeah. practice, yeah. yeah, they're going to try to get him out today, and that yeah. kind of that kind of fits Trey with this this particular question as well. Uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company Life in Feedback says, please ask Trey if it was Rockets' decision or the teams that set him out Saturday, and is yeah. there any association with Pittman's post game interview talking about? Guys who want to be here and Rocket not playing. I don't. I don't think Pittman would be would refer to Rocket like that. But no. I do kind of read between the lines, and you know, it sounds kind of like maybe he might be done. Yep. Um, I think he might. I think what happened is he tweaked it on Tuesday in practice. I think that's what happened. And um, yeah, so I don't think it's like. I'm just going to sit out because the season's not going well. I don't think that's it at all. I think he's had issues with it all year, and I think he tweaked it on Tuesday in practice. So, um, yeah. As far as injury stuff, though, I mean, guys, how, how? I mean, look at this defense. I mean, like we missed some points this year on predicting how this season would turn out. I mean, I don't think anybody thought uh, that Arkansas would be two and five this year, and you know, making some assumptions about the offensive line being better. I mean, you just assume under Pittman that they're going to have the offensive line figured out, and they didn't. And that's obviously on the coaching staff. Uh, but, man, this defense, the work they did, I, I, I remember, and I brought that up to Sam today, too, just when transfer portal was about to open last year, and he goes, buckle up. And they had so many players leave the transfer portal, and everybody was freaking out, even though most of them, large percentage of them, were guys that just weren't good enough to play. And especially on defense. And then, you know, the guys that they brought in, they've got nine players playing a heavy role, not including 2022 transfers, just the 2023 transfers on defense. Um, and the depth that they have. I mean, they they didn't have Cabin Ball. They've, you know, they've missed John Morgan for a stretch. They missed uh, uh, Jashad Stewart for a stretch on the defensive line. Hasn't affected them really at all. Um, linebacker, they don't have Pooh Paul out there who's, you know, everybody's like, why isn't this guy preseason All-SEC, you know? That's what was the talk I heard a lot of people getting on to me because I didn't give him a preseason All-SEC vote. Um, in the secondary, you know, they, they didn't have Dwight McLaughlin. They didn't have uh, Jalen Braxton. They're two starters at cornerback. And, I mean, they've just been, they've been beaten up. And, They've been withstanding it. And Keon Stewart went down Saturday. Uh, I just think that's that says so much to me about the depth that they're able to establish through the transfer portal now. What a weapon that can be for Arkansas and helping them level the playing field moving forward. And, um, yeah, I, I, I've been just very impressed. And, and on top of it, three three new coaches you know, on the defensive side of the ball, including the defensive coordinator. So, um very impressed with what the defense has been able to do so far. And they're going to give up plays. They just are. That's the way the game is. But, uh, I mean, I feel like 25 out of the 28 quarters they've played, the defense has won, even though they're losing. Even though they keep losing, I feel like they've won uh, most of the quarters they've played, a significant percentage of the quarters they've played. KB, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, Trey. Let me let me ask you a question, and and I know this is putting you on the spot. What I like to be on the spot. That's where I want to be. I want to be on the spot, and I want the ball in my court. 
There you go. <laughs> wow. Here it comes. Well, here, well, here you go. Load the box. <laughs> oh, spot bitty on drive time. <laughs> I'm leading somewhere with this question, obviously. But if I had to ask you over the last 20 years, what would be the the worst offense that you can remember the Hawks putting together uh, mm-hmm. over the last 20 years? Is there a year that stands out to you? Well, I don't have to think back that far. I mean, 18, Chad, 19. Yeah. Okay. So, so so listen to this. Chad Morris's last year, Nick Starkle and Ben Hicks. If y'all remember those names. It feels like forever yeah, ago. Sure. But Nick, Nick Starkle and Ben Hicks are our starting quarterbacks. Through the first seven games of that year, the team averaged 388 yards per game and 5.8 plays, yards per play. This year, through the first seven games of the season, this, this hog offense is averaging 320 yards a game, 4.8 yards per play. The statistics and the numbers say that this offense is 70, 60 to 70 yards a game worse than the offense uh, that Chad Morris put together the year that he got fired, statistically speaking. And people will say, well, what about this four-game four stretch? Well, well let's, let's think back to Kent State was terrible defensively. Our offense did nothing. We played Western Carolina. We put up a lot of points, but if you, if you remember, our offense, our running game was, was awful that game. I think we finished the game with like 350 total yards total. Um, then we play LSU, who's got a historically bad defense, according to them, uh, by their standards. Ole Miss's defense is is leaves a lot uh, to be desired. Uh, so I mean, really, the two the two defensive we played, two defensive we two defenses we played where you would say are SEC caliber, really, really good defenses are A and M and Alabama, and so that's why. And I'm, I'm, I am the last person, the last person to normally call uh, for for coaches and the call for. But let, you know, this, this season's this season's offense is worse than what we put together with Nick Starkle and and Ben Hicks. It just is scoring wise. Yards wise, yards per play, turnovers. I don't think that's and it's I don't, hard to, so. I don't think that's necessarily true. This offense is bad, okay. Um, yes. Especially on the offensive line, it's causing them. It's really torpedo, torpedo in the whole thing. But I don't know if yes. I would necessarily say that when you consider. I mean, you talked a little bit about the schedule, but I mean also like Portland State. You know, they scored 20 yep. against Portland State. And, you know, they played Ole Miss yep. and Colorado State, San Jose State, Texas A&M, Kentucky. Those are the, you know, the opening games for And remember, for didn't Starkle throw, like, five interceptions in a game? So five interceptions a lot of yards, but this team doesn't San Jose State like that one. No. And the yep. defense was yep. also yep. terrible then, too, mm-hmm. but... Oh, oh, absolutely! Yeah, this, this there's no question. Nobody's is, nobody's getting on here defending this offense. <laughs> yeah, well, well, what I'm saying here's 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 my here's what I'm here's what I'm calling about is we're we're I mean, guys, we lost to BYU. I mean, last year we lost to Liberty. Last year we had to have a remember yeah. the punt return against Petrino. We all thought we were about to lose to Missouri State last year. Yeah, until eight the minutes left, they, the they were trailing. Yeah, yeah. KB, I mean, we got to run. KB, this, thank you. This, this is a absolute hey, eight, eight and eleven over the last uh, uh, the last two seasons, the regular season, eight and eleven. Thank you, KB. It's not wrong. All right, Trey, enjoy practice. Hopefully, right, something guys. encouraging may come from that. All right, Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, I'm Randy Rainwater. Hour number two, straight ahead. Unless you've been living under a rock. You've heard of the current turmoil in the auto industry. Rising used car prices and declining new car inventory is clearly a real possibility. But this month, Watney Chevrolet strikes back with 0% on 2023 Silverados. Call 501-982-2102. Watney Chevrolet.